Amen. Alexis and so can we get y'all to do a song after the Okay. <laughs> Think about it, amen. <laughs> amen. But that's just our way of saying that we all all a family and 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 uh the word says let everything that has breath praise you the Lord. Amen. And you blessed us when you came the last time and and I'm always recruiting. Y'all just got to realize where I'm going. You understand that? Sister Del See, that's my family. And she said, welcome back to church. Uh, I want to say welcome back home. <laughs> because you look good where you're sitting. Amen. See, that's why y'all got to shout, man, when we got everybody back home. Sister Capers got everybody back home. Amen. Amen. So good to see you, darling. Amen. I don't see we're dad today. Seek Brother Robin. Amen. Okay, he's back there. Amen. I thought something was wrong. Amen. Amen. Not to worry your patience any longer. Amen. There's a word from the Lord. Amen. And one last thing. If you weren't here on yesterday, amen, I was delighted, and please forgive me, amen, that, that there were some celebrations out on the uh, parking lots, and fireworks went up. Amen. And in the fireworks, there were some pink in the fireworks. Amen. Dr. Patterson, stand up. Amen. <laughs> and Josh, don't they look good? Amen. Amen. God will be adding another one to the fold. Amen. Here at Goodwill Baptist Church. And I think it's in Easter sometime. Praise God. April sometime. I apologize. Amen. Amen. Sister Deacon Patterson, I know you want to drop the top. And that uh, 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 he has a, I've been trying to get that car from him. He has a 19, that Chevy, you know. But men like to drop the top and, 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 and go down the road with your son in the car. But he's going to have three daughters, granddaughters. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can drop the top. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it ain't too late. <laughs> Amen. I ran out of water. I was going to give. Uh, uh, John is some water. They say when you drink that East over water, something happens down here. <laughs> some of y'all gonna catch that when you get in the car later. Hey, amen, amen. But there is a word from the Lord. Hey, amen, amen. Um, as Reverend Patterson read it, it says, "Amen." Ephesians chapter number three, a very familiar passage of scripture that we all know. Ephesians chapter three. If you just put your hand there, we're gonna look at only one verse, verse number twenty. Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 20. Amen. If we could uh, go to the Lord in prayer for a moment. God, our Father, again, we thank you, Lord, because you're a good God. And we thank you for, again, not only a good God, but a forgiving God, that you can look beyond all of our faults and see our needs. And it's through your holy word that we need you, Lord. Right now, somebody's going through something, and somebody needs to be encouraged that you're go going to be with them no matter what. So, Father, we ask that you were... Give us the blessing through your holy preach word. Use me only as a vessel. Remove me out the way, but let the real preacher show up, O oh Lord, so that somebody would understand that with you all things are possible. We ask in the mighty and marvelous name of Jesus Christ and for his name's sake we pray, O oh Lord. Amen. 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 Ephesians chapter number 3, verse 20. That one verse says, And now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly, Above all that we ask or think of. we just stop right there. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we 
ask or think. We'd like to use as a subject, if you don't mind looking at your neighbor and smile at him or her, amen. Go ahead on, they look good in Jesus, amen. Tell your neighbor, if anybody can, God can do anything. Amen. If anybody can. Come on, somebody. If anybody can or can, all right, God can do anything. Uh, amen. You got to let that marinate because if you're going through something, somebody just got to realize that if anybody can get me out of what I'm going through. Come on, somebody. Mama may not know how, and daddy does not know, may not know how, but God, <laughs> come on somebody, God can. My brothers and my sisters, without a doubt, life will throw all of us a curveball. Even with or without us knowing it, all of us will go through one challenge after another. And before you know it, because of your supposedly intelligence, you will find yourself questioning the true God's abilities who, uh, who, uh, who are, after all, able to do all things but fail. It was said one day that a little boy was sitting in the park reading his Bible on a bench. And as he read, he would shout, praise the Lord. A local college professor came by and heard him and stopped to ask him what was he so excited about. The local professor, uh, the little boy told him he, that he was reading his Bible about the children of Israel fleeing from Pharaoh and the Egyptian army. The little boy went on to tell the professor how God caused the Red Sea to part, allowing the Israelite to cross over. However, the professor told the little boy uh, not to believe the Bible. He told him that it was just a collection of fairy tales and old fables told over the years. The professor told the little boy that science had figured out the place where the Israelite had crossed the Red Sea and that it was only one foot deep. The little boy dropped his head and the professor started to walk away. When the professor had gotten a few feet away, he heard the little boy say, praise the Lord, my God is awesome. The professor turned around and said, I thought I told you that the water was only one foot deep. The little boy replied, well, if, if, if it was only one foot deep, my God is even greater than I thought. <laughs> It says here that God caused the Red Sea to come back together and it destroyed Pharaoh and his entire army. He then said, my God is able. Goodwill, who are we to try to put God in a box? Never should we ever cause others not to believe in the word of God. You see, one of the mission of the devil is to seek to kill and destroy and if we're not careful, some folks are no different than the devil. However, despite their beliefs in God's almighty, don't let others steal your joy. If, if, if God has been good to you, and, and if God has delivered you from anything that, that held you in bondage, then the word of God tells us in Psalms, chapter, Psalms 100, chapter, uh, 1 and 2, he says, oh, give thanks. 
unto the Lord, for he is good. His, his mercy endureth forever. But then down in verse 3, he says, he said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If anybody in here who, who's been going through some of it yet, God got you out, you ought to be like the little boy that says, please. The Lord, my God, is able. He said, let the redeem of the Lord say so. You see, sometimes when it comes to some folks, both in and out of church, sometimes we just got to call a spade a spade and say to some folks like Jesus said to Satan in Matthew chapter 4 verse 10, get thee hence. Talk to me, somebody. Behind me, Satan. For it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. Sometimes we got to do like the little boy and say in the word and, 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 and with a shout of joy and keep saying it. My God is able. I wish I had somebody over here who may be going through something. If you don't mind being like that little boy, come on somebody. Won't you say praise the Lord. My God is able because if anybody can do it, God can do it. Here in our text in verse uh, 16 through 19 Paul makes three prayer requests for the church at Ephesus in verse 16 he he prays that they be strengthened with might by the spirit that is that they be divinely enabled to successfully live the Christian life then in verse 18 Paul prays that they be able to comprehend the love of Christ that is, be able to understand the enormous love that Christ has for them. Yet then in verse number 19, Paul says that, that, why, that, why, that, that why might be fulfilled, uh, he prays that, that they might be fulfilled with all the fullness of God, whereby life, the life, the character, and the virtues of God himself may be fully developed in him. But then in verse 20, which is the crux of our text, Paul makes a profound statement about God's abilities. He says in verse 20, now unto him, talk to me somebody, that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. And so the first point that we can consider for the text is, yes, God is able to deliver you. I need to let somebody know in here because you may have come across that college professor who thinks he knows it all. Come on, somebody. And about to try to steal your joy. I, I want you to know that, yes, come on, somebody, sister Gloria, God is able to deliver you. Good, well, I stop by here to let somebody on this friend and family or friends, a family and friend, they know that in that, that, in that regardless of what you're going through, like the little boy who said to the doubting and unbelieving college professor, the little boy with all of his knowledge and wisdom, he knew that he knew about God. He said, my God is able. Somebody in here needs to know that, yes, God is able to deliver you. Maybe you need deliverance from anger or perhaps you need deliverance from your bitterness or, or from hatred or, or some addiction. Please know that my God is able to deliver you. 
Maybe you are addicted to drugs. You're addicted to alcohol. Some of you may be addicted to women and men, addicted to partying and having a good time, yet you never put God first, and, and, and you only put him first when trouble, trouble comes knocking. But the good news is, regardless of what, what has you in bondage, don't give in to it. Because God is able to deliver you. Here's what I'm saying. I said, don't, don't give in to what you want so, so badly. Why? Here's what I'm saying. It is said that to trap a wolf, the Eskimos used to take a hunting knife and dip it in animal's blood and freeze it. And then they would put another layer of blood over it and freeze it again. And then bury the knife in the snow with the blade exposed. A wolf would then come by and start licking the blood off of the blade of the knife. The wolf would continue doing this until finally it wasn't the animal blood anymore that he was licking, but it was his own. And it wouldn't know the difference until it was too late. But by then, it would bleed to death. Well, that's the same way some of us can get when we are addicted to something. We start doing something that we know that's wrong, and before we know it, we no longer have control over our lives, but our addiction has taken control of us. And much like the wolf, our addiction will cause us to bleed to death. But I'm here to tell you that the devil is a liar. Yes, we all will have trouble and we may be addicted to some things, but trouble don't last always because God is able. If anybody is able to deliver you from your addiction, if anybody who can help you, God can. Talk to me, somebody. Help you. Why? Because Matthew says in 1926, with God, all things are possible. Come here, Paul and Silas. Come here. Come on, because when you're in bondage, I need to know all things are possible. Paul and Silas. You, you remember Paul and Silas in, in, in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26? When Paul and Silas were thrown into jail and being held, held in bondage. I, I'm talking about folks who may be held in bondage. Something may have a hold of you. Paul, when they were in, held in bondage, the Bible says that Paul, that about midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Then in verse 26 and 25, they, they prayed and sang praises unto God. But then in verse 26 it says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken, then the shackles that held them in bondage came off and the doors of the jailhouse flew open. Paul and Silas were delivered because, the, because in the worst of their situation, they prayed and praised God. Even though they were in bondage. Goodwill, I need to let you know that prayer and praise equal deliverance. Oh, I wish I had. I did, talk to me somebody. Prayer and praise equal deliverance. Prayer and praise is there anybody who may, go and be, who may be going through something? I need you to know that just like Paul and Silas, in the worst of what you're going through, get down on your knees, praise God. And while you're down there, when you get back up, praise God. Oh, come on, somebody. Prayer and praise 
equal deliverance. If you want God to deliver you from your bondage, give him some praises. Give him some praises. Pray to God because prayer and praises equal deliverance. My brothers and good will. Won't God do it? I wish I had somebody who would understand. Come on, somebody. That prayer and praises equal deliverance. Hey, glory, sweetheart. Prayer and praises cancel. Come on, somebody. Y'all let the redeemed. She gave a report. Prayer, Sister Pringle, and praises will still give you joy in the midst of what you're going through. My God. It's evil. See, brothers and sisters, make no mistake about this. Whatever your circumstances may be, regardless of how bad is it, yes, I got to declare and decree that, yes, God is able. Not a maybe, not a I think so, Mr. Professor, not a let me surmise, but yes, declare it. If I know that for myself, yes, Brother Smith, God is able to deliver us. And so secondly, not only is God, if there's anybody can do it, God can do it. The second thing is, I need you to know before we walk out of here, and this is my last point, I got three more pages, okay? Talk to me, somebody. We can go get the chicken there after that, okay? But before we go there, the second thing is, all right, the second thing we know is, is God's timing is not our timing. Come on, somebody. I don't need you to know that. If anybody can do it, God can do it. But know this, God's timing is not our timing. All of us in here have different needs. We have different wants from the Lord. Yet if there is anybody who can fulfill our needs and our wants, Paul in our text says, now unto him that is able, come on somebody, to do exceeding uh, abundant above all that we ask or think. And so because God is able to exceed, talk to me somebody, beyond our needs, He's able to succeed, exceed beyond our wants. The mistake that so many folks make is they get impatient and become discouraged in their faith when they pray and ask God for favor. And God doesn't move when they want him to move. But what we must understand is the word of God tells us in Numbers 23, verse 19. Numbers 23. You can tweet it. You can put it on Facebook, MySpace, whatever you want. Numbers 23, 23 says, God is not a man that he should lie. Goodwill, whatever God has promised you, it will come to pass. But do know, he moves on his own term and his own time. God is never too early and nor is it never too late. But he's always right on time. I said, he's always right on time. I, I'm sure we all know the story, the promised story of Abraham and Sarah in Genesis. Genesis 18, verse 9 through 14. Whereby God promised Abraham that he would give him a son. In the Genesis story, in Genesis 18, God told Abraham, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And we'll go on down to verse 11. It says, now Abraham and Sarah were old. <laughs> well, age, advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Talk to me, somebody. Abraham and Sarah had many odds stacked against them. 
in their ability to have a son. But if anybody could pull it off, God could. Like Abraham, perhaps God has spoken some things that he's going to do in your life. And you're wondering how in the world he's going to get it done. You may be saying, but God, but, but God, look how far I'm behind. Look at my faults. Or I don't have the money for a new house. I don't have the money for another car. I don't have the money for college. Or perhaps you're saying, I, I missed my opportunities a long time ago. God, look at the delays I've experienced. Goodwill, I don't know about you, but I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me now. For, for me, God has shown to me time and after time again that he be said it. Come on, somebody. If he said it, he will put it in his time. He'll pull it off in his time. You may not know how, but he will do it in his time. How? Because he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we should ask. God will either bless you with the money that you need to pay your bills or he will favor you with somebody else to be a blessing to you. He'll favor you to bless you to, to, for somebody to fix your car or he will open that door or he will provide a new one for you to go through. He will help you learn it or bring someone into your life that already knows it. He will mold you and change you into a completely new person. You see, God created the heavens and the earth. And so if anybody can do it, talk to me, somebody. He can. Yes, he can work things out in your life for your good. If you would, allow yourself to be led by God step by step. Then you will find yourself in, that, in the exact place that you want to be in in life. In the Genesis story, chapter 18. I'm going to go back there for a moment. Verse 12. When God told Abraham, thy wife shall have a son. Sarah heard it in the tent next door, in the tent of the door, which was behind Abraham. In verse 12, the Bible says, therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, after I am waxed old, Shall I have pleasure? My Lord, he talked about Abraham, said, and my Lord, being old also. Sarah laughed within herself at God because she thought that God had taken too long. Come on, somebody, I'm going somewhere here. She thought that God had taken too long to bless her with a child that she wanted a long time ago. But what Sarah didn't know was that God Abraham in chapter 17 that she would that she would have a son in her old age. I just I, had, I just came by here to let somebody know that God has spoken something in your life. It may not look like it's happening right now. Come on, somebody. I told you earlier, your now is your now. But just as the sun is shining, if God said it, it will. Talk to me, somebody. That's your shouting time right now. Because if you're going through something and you've been waiting on God and you think it's taking too long. Come on, somebody. Like Sarah, you may have laughed and counted God out. But in Genesis 17, from verses 16 through 19, David, what God said to Abraham 
no matter what was going to happen. The Bible recounts what God said to Abraham. Talk to him, I'm going to take my time and teach us right here. All right, now, in verse 16, Genesis 17, 16, and he said, and I will bless. Put yourself in Sarah's place. You've been waiting and waiting, praying, crying, wiping your tears and wiping your face. And it seemed like, come on, somebody. Can I tiptoe on this right here before we get ghost? Come on, somebody. Can I tiptoe on this before we get ghost? Verse 17 says, and the Lord said, I will bless her. Somebody needs to know that your blessing is coming. God is said, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless present tense. Let me take that again. You missed that. Not present tense. Future tense. He said, I will bless her. And she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham. Abraham, not only did Sarah laugh at God, but Abraham laughed also at God. Verse 17 says that then Abraham fell upon his faith and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is 100? Come on, somebody. Y'all know the story. That is 100. I'm trying to break it down. 90 plus 10. That is 100. Come on, somebody. Years old. And Sarah. That is 90 years old. And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael may live before thee. But then the part you can shout on 19. And God said, Sarah, 100 years has passed for Abraham. I hope I'm talking to somebody over here. You've been praying a long time. And and time has passed. You've seen the mailman come by your house and drop a bill off. One bill after another. You've been trying to pay that thing as best as you can. You've gotten the first notice, the second notice, the third notice, and some of us are hiding the car. Come on, somebody. But I want you to know Verse 19 said, and Sarah, thy wife, shall. <laughs> That's your breakthrough moment right there. He said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and, and, and with him his seed after his seed. Somebody needs to know that your breakthrough is coming. You've been praying and you've been praying and you've been praying and you've been praying and you've been waiting and you've been waiting and you've been praying. But I want you to know, you shall. God is going to bless you because if anybody can do it, God can. It may take a while. It may take today. It may take tomorrow. It may take next week. It may take after taxes. But I want you to know, your breakthrough is coming. You got to give him some praise because prayer 
delivered. Because back in Genesis, God said to Abraham, is anything too hard for God? No, nothing is too hard for God. Your healing is not too hard. Your sickness is not too hard. Your lack of job is not too hard. What you're going through is not too hard. But you got to be like that little boy that says, come on somebody. You got to be like that little boy that says, my God is able. Do I have anybody in here? You've been waiting, but still, God is able. You've been praying, but still, God is able to do what he can do exceeding, abundantly, above anything you ask, above anything you think about. Put it in your mind, and then give it to God, and watch God. Watch God. Work that thing out. Watch God change your situation. Watch God make your right now better tomorrow. But you got to praise and praise him right now. Give us some glory. Give us some glory. Give us some glory. That's why Solomon said, lean not unto thy own understanding, but in all thy ways. Come on, somebody. In all your ways. Stop leaning the way how you see things. But give God to you in all thy ways. Acknowledge him. And he shall. Sarah. Do I have any Sarahs in here? Who've been waiting for a long time. He shall. Do I have any Abrahams in here? Who've been waiting to think you it's too late. He shall. Direct that path to your blessing. Direct that path to your breakthrough. Direct your prayers. If anybody can. Jermaine, it's getting better, brother. Because if anybody who can bring joy back in your life, God can. Oh, yes, I know it's hard sometimes. I know it's tough to lose a loved one. But when your loved one knows God, <laughs> and they take an exit on this side, you can give God some glory. Because the text this morning said that we're going to pass no condemnation, but we're going to pass some death into life. You ought to be able to give God some glory. It shall. i tell you what, since I, I'm going to let it go right now. But just speak a life into someone's life and tell your neighbor, you shall be blessed. You shall. God will, God is going to bless you in his time. In his time. In his time. In his time. To God be glory. He says, now unto him that is able. I realize that I can't depend on no one but the Lord. Because God is able. He'll wipe away my midnight tears. He'll give me peace in the midst of confusion. He'll let me know that the doctor report may be what the doctor report says. But if there's still medicine in the hem of his garment. Come on, somebody. If there's still medicine, I'm finished here. But the last point I want you to say, no, is that don't give up on God. I say don't give up 
on God. You see, it's up to you not to give up, but to keep seeking him and praying and keep on keeping on. What if the woman with the issue of blood hadn't kept on pressing through the crowd just to touch Jesus? She wouldn't have been healed. What if Naaman, the leper, hadn't dipped in Jordan seven times as he was instructed? He wouldn't have been cured of leprosy. And what if Jesus had stopped in the garden and not gone to Calvary? <laughs> we all would be lost. But thank God that Jesus didn't stop in the garden. But it went a little further. And when it went a little further, he reached Calvary. And while in Calvary, he saw you. And he saw me. He saw your sins. And he saw my sins. While in Calvary, they gave him an old rugged cross to carry that cross. The weight of the cross, come on somebody, was heavy. Why was it heavy? Because your sins were heavy. Your sin put a hump in his back. Alone Calvary, he still carried hump back, hump back. Come on somebody, your sins. But when he was on Calvary, on that cross, they stretched him wide from a humpback to say there are some folks on my left side that needs to be delivered and there's some folk on my right side that need to be delivered. On his right side, he took a nail. On his left side, he took a nail. In his feet, he took a nail. They whipped him all night long. They laid him in a bar tomb. He stayed there Friday night for your sins he stayed there Saturday night for your neighbor's sins but then early Sunday morning he got up come on somebody he got up and walked away from death he got up and walked away from grave when he got up he left your sin in the grave when he got up he left your mama's sins in the grave when he got up, he left your brother's sin in the grave. When he got up, he left your neighbor's sin in the grave. And now you can tell mama, you can tell daddy, you are forgiven. Because God loves you so much. Because of anybody who can wash away my sins, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Aren't you glad that if anybody can make you whole again, God can do it through the blood of Jesus. To go on and give us some praises. Give us some honor. If anybody can do it, God can and he will fix it for you. Won't he do it? Come on, somebody. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Let people know how good God has been. And they won't sit down on him. Like they're sucking on a lemon on a pump on a log. But they'll be able to say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I'm finished here. If anybody can, God 
do it. Ooh.